It's the Last Call Podcast with your host, Chris Michaels, and this is going to be the last podcast of the week because it is Thursday, and I only do a podcast four days a week. I mean, what else do you want from me? I'm living a complicated life. I do four podcasts a week. That's at least an hour of broadcasting. That's more than what most of you do. And don't even start saying that I need, I need to come up with more stuff. Because I did, this is brilliant stuff. Oh, I mainly do improv, by the way. I just skim the articles and whatever decides to leak out of my diseased mind is what ends up on the podcast. So we're going to open up tonight's podcast with the piece of shit award of the week and that goes to none other than president joseph biden he was in front of a whole bunch of people who were wondering if he was senile or not and he was talking about vaccination mandates and vaccination rates and he references united basically united airlines and he says when you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds of people losing their jobs. By the way, those same people losing their jobs kept the economy going throughout 2020 and for the most part of 2021. Those people losing their jobs due to mandates are the same people that were in hospitals, emergency rooms, doctor's offices, Costco's, Target's, uh, what else do we have? Um, airlines, you know, that kind of deal. Uh, anyway, hundreds of people losing their jobs. Look at the bigger story, the president says. United Airlines went from 59% of their employees vaccinated to 99%. What kind of leader would say something like that? What kind of leader would say it's good to fire employees, fire parents, who are trying to provide for their families because they are refusing an experimental inoculation that is only available through the emergency use authorization. That is not the way a president should speak. Destroying people's lives because of a firm conviction or a medical condition, condition that does not allow them or they do not want to take an experimental inoculation does not make you a leader. What that does make you is a pharmaceutical industry shill. And we all know what side your bread is buttered on. And it is reprehensible, disgusting, bottom-dwelling, overly pious behavior like this that allows individuals to get a lot of animosity towards you and only validates the conspiracy theorists out there that suggest that you want you being Biden or whoever your handler is, because I refuse to acknowledge the fact that you're, you're in any way uh, able to connect things together. You're, you're senile. You are beyond senile. You slur all of your words. Oh, what a dis- just, I, I refuse also to believe that he's actually human, whether he's possessed, whether he's another being looking like a human. I have no idea what it is. But you're starting to see the schism of American society. And I would suggest to you 
that this is all planned out on behalf of whoever. It could be the, the central bankers. It could be like the, the federal, federal Reserve types, or it could be the Bank of International Settlement types, the BIS out of uh, Switzerland, the little gnomes of Zurich. Um, it could be any one of those things. Uh, and in turn, they are supporting other political structures that are going to supersede whatever it is that America is. So it is going to be quite disturbing. And it's, it's really, really disheartening to see this kind of behavior and rhetoric come from the President of the United States. How can you justify this rhetoric? How could somebody say, oh, thank God we stopped fascism. We got Trump out of office because he tweeted mean, icky things. How could anybody say something like that when you've got the president of this country celebrating the fact that major corporations cut loose all sorts of employees just to hit a vaccination metric? He does not care about you. He doesn't care about your kids. And he certainly doesn't care about your health. This guy has got to go one way or another, hook, crook, tarred, feathered, whatever it is. He has got to go. And it is becoming more and more apparent that the people in charge, or I shouldn't say, I shouldn't even say people, the beings in charge, whether that's Luciferian occultists or we're talking about interdimensional beings that take the form of archons, or whatever else. These individuals and these beings are right now pushing the envelope and sending the American society over the cliff to the point where they are going to try to create an event that introduces martial law. That's the whole gist of all this. And the supposed intellectuals in cities like New York City and Los Angeles and Chicago, all of the glittering jewels of intelligentsia, they are going to applaud this behavior because they feel as though they did their part. Remember the podcasts that I did involving parasites and how certain parasites actually create a sadomasochistic, mostly masochistic, type of neurological pathways in individuals so that they want to be beat up, they want to be ridiculed, they want to be downtrodden. They are these people in these major cities, and they want this kind of behavior. They crave this kind of behavior. It's utterly bizarre. Where did anybody's spine go? Where did their balls go? Where did their ovaries go? Everybody has got genitalia. Why isn't anybody standing up to this crap? And then we've got stories coming out of the Biden administration, which, by the way, when the story actually broke, it was fact-checked uh, by Democrat allies and subsequently said, oh, this is a false story, until the actual memo came out and it was determined that the story was actually true. And this story 
is all about how the FBI is mobilizing itself to go against parents that show up to board meetings that oppose critical race theory and COVID restrictions. Goodness heaven, how did something like this happen? They're trying to control your thought. They're trying to control your free speech. They're trying to make sure that you are not allowed to voice your opinion if it goes against the ruling party's objectives. That's what this is all about. It's got nothing to do with actual facts. It's got to do with actual perception. They want this rhetoric. They want this kind of behavior to be permeated throughout society. They want you thinking in a certain way, and if you dare to think in any other way, you are going to have to answer to that. Think about it this way. And and by the way, you're going to see false whistleblowers all over the place. Look at the Facebook person. Any real whistleblower, hello Project Veritas, that comes out is immediately ridiculed, is immediately fired, is immediately investigated by the FBI or whoever, hello Julian Assange, but any supposed establishment-backed whistleblower, like the Facebook whistleblower, nothing happens. No, she gets a blue checkmark certified Twitter account literally within a day. She's on 60 Minutes. Nobody is is actually taking her to task to look at her background. She's invited to Capitol Hill. All of the politicians that do her testimony are giving her softballs that essentially allows Mark Zuckerberg to sit there and say, we need to have more censorship on social media platforms, and we need the government's help to do it. They are trying to sterilize free thought through social media. That's what's really going on here. And it's not getting any better. This kind of behavior needs to stop. And it's all perception. It is all about appearances. Did you hear about Democratic? Democratic? Democrat? She's not Democratic. She's a Democrat. Congresswoman Rashid Tlaib, Tlaib, whatever, however the hell you pronounce her name, Tlaib. She, she is part of the squad. She's there fighting for the little guy, especially the minorities, especially if you're a woman, especially if you're trans, whatever it is, she is going to be in your corner. She was videotaped. Because she's out there, she's supposed to be all about, oh, we've got to stop COVID. We are the ones, we are on the forefront. We are doing our part to make sure that this virus is under control. So make sure you get your vaccine. So she's out there. She was videotaped. And she was talking about her mask in Detroit on Monday. She says, I'm just wearing, this is her quote, I'm just wearing it, the mask, because I've got a Republican tracker here. So she knows that the mask wearing is bullshit. And she admits on video that the only reason why she's wearing a mask is because she doesn't want to look like a hypocrite. And she's got somebody from the Republican side of the aisle that goes to all of her events and tries to catch her being a hypocrite. Well, he just or she just did catch uh, whatever her name, Rashid, uh, being a hypocrite. 
They and you see all the videos. Nancy Pelosi, the 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 sentient cadaver. Nancy Pelosi. She's out there. She's going to events. All the masks are off. Every they're all hugging and kissing and slapping each other on the ass. And then the the cameras go on. The red light. Everybody's ready for the press conference. Oh God, we've got to get the masks on. Everybody rushes to get the mask. Put the mask on real, real quick. We've got to we've, we've got to stop this pandemic. It's nonsense. It's utter nonsense. Absolute, unequivocal, utter nonsense. And like I said, the nonsense will not stop until we draw lines in the sand to fight back against the rhetoric. It is all about rhetoric. Notice the shift that has occurred over the past four years in American culture. It used to be you are guilty until proven innocent. In other words... The claim is false, whatever the claim may be. Now, this goes for science, goes for society, goes for politics, goes for law. The claim is false unless you've got solid evidence to back up the claim, right? You're innocent until proven guilty. The claim is false unless you've got evidence. Now... In society, ever since Donald Trump was in office, it is the claim is true until you disprove it with evidence. And only then will they even consider giving you the light of day in the mainstream media, which they won't. So that is a huge cognitive shift in the burden of proof. And it is a disgusting shift in the burden of proof. This comes from, oh God, this is disgusting. This comes from Zero Hedge. And this is a professor, a director of medical ether. Can't even speak. This comes from the University of California, Irvine. And they've placed their director of medical ethics, Dr. Aaron uh, Cariotti, if, if I pronounced that correctly, on an investigatory leave after he challenged the constitutionality of the college's or the university's vaccine mandate in regards to individuals who have recovered from COVID and subsequently, as I belch into the microphone, subsequently, <laughs> that's what happens when you're going 100 miles an hour trying to plow through a podcast. I'm already at 14 and a half minutes. You just have guttural err into the microphone. <laughs> All right, let's try and buzz through this real quick. So his argument has always been, I have natural immunity. I've contracted and recovered from a COVID infection. And the studies have now become public that natural immunity is superior to any sort of vaccine. And so therefore, as having a natural immunity... I should be considered vaccinated. I should have the same accommodations and I should be able to keep my job just as much as any other vaccinated individual. That's what he's arguing. Now, we don't know if he's applied for a religious accommodation or a uh, medical waiver in his case. We don't know that, but the, the crux of his argument is that I've got natural immunity, leave me the fuck alone. So essentially what happened was his co- his college, his university, suspended him. And they said, well, he's not fired. 
And they and other people are critiquing him, saying, well, you've got a contract or whatever. Well, part of his contract actually says that he gets essentially, I think, more than half of his compensation from operating on patients. But if he's suspended, he cannot operate on patients. So if he can't do his job, he's really going to be financially impacted by all of this. And the problem with this whole thing is that they are not allowing anybody to counter the narrative. They are not allowing anybody to introduce real science. This quote from Dr. Malone, the one that created the mRNA or is behind a lot of the technology with the mRNA vaccinations, from today on his Twitter, go follow him if you don't, Robert W. Malone, MD. He tweeted out, I'm going to speak bluntly, and he's truthful. Physicians who speak out are being actively hunted via medical boards and the press. They are trying to delegitimize and pick us off one by one. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is a fact. Please wake up. This is happening globally. 100 effing percent. Thank you, Dr. Malone. And what he means by actively being hunted by medical boards is that if people dare to question the narrative, if doctors and physicians dare to counter the only way out of COVID is through a vaccine, then the medical boards try to reject, cancel all of their licenses and accreditations and they do not want them in the medical field. So they drum them out of the industry. This has nothing to do with health. It's got to do with power. It's got to do with this is the direction the power elite want to go. And if you stand in the way, then you are going to be taken out, either financially or otherwise. And finally, I'm going to leave you with this. And it's a little tidbit. And it was, a, it was an odd title for an article. And it was about how everybody knows about the volcanoes in the Canary Islands in the Atlantic Ocean. Little article. Oh, we've... Uh, MODIS Satellite. It's a U.S. satellite. It stands for Moderate Resolution Imaging Spectroradiometer uh, MODIS. It's captured gravity waves coming from the volcanoes, and it shows a picture of it. And the, in the picture, all you see is clouds that are in rings around the volcano that is blowing up. And if you, if you look at it, the best analogy I can make for this is if you throw a pebble into water and you see the ripples on the water. It looks as though those clouds are rippling away from the active volcano. But they're saying, oh no, those are gravity waves. And I got to thinking about this. When was the, first off, who has proven the concept of gravity? It's a theory, and it's a very loose one at that if you do any research into it. But how could they say that these are gravity waves? And I did some digging around, and there's a, there's a research article, MODIS captures large-scale atmospheric gravity waves over the Atlantic Ocean. This is from August of 2016. Oddly enough, uh, Xiaofeng Li and Xiaofeng Yang 
from the Chinese Academy of Sciences are the ones that wrote this article. And they say on April 27th of 2016, a striking true color satellite image acquired by MODIS on board National Aeronautics Space Administration's Aqua Satellite, NASA, showed several groups of very well-structured arc cloud patterns, which are associated with atmospheric gravity waves aligned in the middle of this, whatever. It goes on and on. So let's... Now, this is my theory. This is this is where I stop reading articles, and this is what my theory is about all of this. Nobody can actually prove gravity. All they know is that shit sticks to the ground. So they they claim they've got some solid theories on it, but if you actually do some research in it, you can poke holes into all of their theories. And if you do, then you come to another striking conclusion, especially if you're into metaphysics and you do any sort of past life regressions and you start talking about multiple timelines, multiple realities, different dimensions, all of that good stuff. Basically, you if you factor in all of that, you can come to, notice I'm not saying you do come to, I said you could come to, to the conclusion that gravity is nothing more than a frequential level of awareness. Frequency. Gravity is a certain vibration a certain level of awareness that other metaphysical beings, your soul, energy, whatever, aligns itself to. So on Earth, it's a very, very dense planet. It's a very, very dense timeline. So gravity is very, very dense here. That's why you have a human form and all that stuff. So that's why you think of things... And it takes, or, or you, tr you try to manifest things, like, oh, I want a great job, oh, I want a new family, oh, I want to move here, I want to move there. It takes a very, very long time to manifest those intentions if you aren't trained. So that's where gravity and energy and density comes in. In other timelines, you can manifest something almost instantly. But in the Earth timeline, it takes a lot of of focus to do it because the energy is so dense so what we could come to the conclusion of and this also goes into chemtrails because the difference between a contrail and a chemtrail you know a, a contrail eliminates itself because it's supposed to be ice crystals from an airplane in the sky at a regular pace so it's always eliminating itself it's always dissipating so you you see a contrail but it's only a, a certain length and it always stays a certain length behind an airplane. A chemtrail is whatever it is. We don't know what it is. The best best that we can make is that it is some sort of heavy metal, like a barium or aluminum or something like that. And, it, and these planes, I would suggest drones, shoot across the sky, right? They shoot across the sky, and you see these long, long, what appears to be contrails that don't go anywhere. They stay in the sky. They don't dissipate at a regular rate as you would normally if it were ice crystals. They stay there. They create grid patterns. They create radiating patterns depending upon where you are. And the only way these things, these chemtrails, really dissipate is after a long period of time. And it looks as though somebody took some charcoal or pastels and they 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 drew a hard line in a piece of paper when you, when you were a kid and then you took tissue paper or your hand and you smudged it in one direction so it looks like it is faded and going in a certain direction and it just smudges and it comes into like this fady fady uh type 
of washed out color. That's exactly what chemtrails look like in the sky. And what another thing they do is once they start smudging out, you get weird, weird, very, very faded rainbows. It almost looks like an oil slick kind of rainbow in the sky as this stuff is dissipating. And you also start to see exactly what Modus saw above the Canary Islands. It looks like ripples through the sky. So let's take this one step further. If chemtrails are some sort of, of energy amplifying device or vibrational amplifying device, then they are allowed or they are able to be pushed across the atmosphere and across certain uh, continents, literally continents. And we see those types of rippled clouds through our skylines. So take that. Take what I told you about suddenly they're now saying that there are gravity waves being photographed above these volcanoes. Take what I said about gravity really being a level of frequency, a level of density, a level of awareness, right? The higher your awareness, the higher your frequency. So if you're seeing frequency above, an energetic frequency above a volcano, they are pushing around energetic frequencies above us. They are trying to keep energetic frequencies at a certain level because they only want human beings to be aware of certain things. And if you're listening to The Last Call Caravan, that means you are hyper-aware of what's going on out there, and you are a lovable fuzzball of brilliance and metaphysical, absolutely intellectual, holier than, no, not holier than thou, but you are ahead of the curve. Your awareness, you're able to see through things that the majority of the population can't see through. You can look at the stories and the headlines and say, well, that's a load of shit. And you can, you can see all of the games and how the pieces move, and you start to comprehend the idea that what they're pushing around and what you saw above the Canary Islands is not gravity. It's a frequency. That volcano is emitting a certain frequency, or, or they caused, they, the power elite, caused that volcano to erupt, to emit a certain style of frequency to create a larger frequency across the planet so that human beings only are aware of certain things. Or if we're going along the more positive aspect, Earth itself is emitting another type of frequency to combat the frequencies that the powers that be want us to believe. So it's almost like an awareness. It's almost like the Earth is saying, hey, wait a minute. This is nonsense. We've got to make people more aware on a subconscious level so that they start thinking differently. So that's what I think. That's what I feel is coming out of those Canary Islands. That's what I feel is coming out of a lot of these other volcanoes that are erupting. Okay, so I kept it to 30 minutes. 
Instead of 15, that's what happens when you are engaging in broadcast brilliance. I am Chris Michaels. This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. You have been listening to me. I will be back next week. And if you are listening to me, you are on the Last Call Caravan. You can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Last Call Caravan. There, all of your podcasting platforms that you just love and enjoy. Find me, share me, like me. Tell your friends about me and... Please enjoy your weekend.